Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jason. And I'm Gina. And this week we're reviewing the third film in the Thor franchise, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok is the third film in the Thor franchise, and God knows what film it is in the general Avengers uh, Marvel universe. Uh, the film introduces a new character, Hela, played by Kate Blanchett. And Hela is the firstborn daughter of Odin, of whom Thor and his brother Loki had no prior knowledge. She is uh, their sister. Basically, she's the goddess of death, and she comes back and starts owning shit all over the place and intends to restore Asgard their home and peoples, to a spot at the top of the universe with an iron fist. And as you can guess, Thor has a bit of a problem with this. And that's the general setup uh, for this particular film. Now, uh, it's kind of notable, and there's people talking about the fact that this film was directed by Taika Waititi, the New Zealand-based director um, who is responsible for films such as What We Do in the Shadows, has collaborated with Flight of the Concords before, and uh, has a very kind of unique, uh, weird, goofy um, style. And it's kind of interesting seeing him take on a film of this magnitude. So, Gina, I have to ask, like, how do you, how do you think this worked, bringing in somebody like this to um, a pretty established genre like uh, the Marvel films? I mean, I think it was great. Um, I think I, I also kind of had a bit of a like a huh moment when um, <laughs> I heard that he was he was um, yeah directing this. But you know, it was kind of good. I mean, it's basically like what we do in the shadows, just you know, set um, on Asgard. You know, uh, Thor's like the the Jermaine vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, Taika Waititi's in this again, playing the dandy. Uh, playing you know, a rock. Loki's like that. That guy who lives in the basement, the three thousand year old vampire. I mean, you know, it's just just recycling that model. Um, no, but seriously, I I thought it was kind of great. You know, you could kind of uh, it was a very different film to what he's done before, but you could kind of uh, still you know recognize that humor. Um, it had a lot of really kind of fun offbeat moments. Um, was a bit weird. Um, you know had a cast of New Zealanders and Australians. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was terrific. Yeah, it is. It, it did feel quite fresh. Um, it was also nice that it sort of started right off, right out of the gate um, with a pretty nice little comedic bit, um, kind of setting the tone for the entire film of like, this is not, this is going to be a pretty like irreverent film. It's not really going to take itself too seriously. It's going to poke fun at like the entire genre and like, you know, the, these worlds that people inhabit. Uh, it, so doesn't, it doesn't quite go that far, though, yeah. does it? Because I think it kind of, like, has its cake and eats it, too. Because on the one hand, yeah, Thor's this kind of, like, cool guy, like a bit of a jock. He doesn't, like, take anything too seriously. Makes fun of, you know, people who do take things too seriously, mm-hmm. like the villains. Um, but then, you know, he's he's a hero, and he keeps saying, uh, oh, this is what heroes do. This is what heroes do. Yeah, yeah. so I think it's uh, it treads that line. Yeah, um, I I do think though that it, it was also nice that even Thor wasn't really spared from some of the uh, the comedic humor. Like there was a lot of sort of 
funny elements where he, you know, just did something stupid or like fell on his face in in such a way. Yeah, the bit where he like he throws this ball at a <laughs> yeah. piece of glass and it bounces back it hits and hits him, him in, in the, the face. face. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. That never gets old. That like human, you know, urge to laugh at somebody getting no, hit in the face. No, the comedy. It's yeah. it's terrific. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, uh, and there's a kind of this film sort of had every something for everyone, didn't it? It. Um, yeah, it, it satisfied the the flat earthers. The flat earthers, yeah. Asgard turns out is is a flat planet. Yep. In another dimension, um, it satisfied Chris Chris Hemsworth fans, also mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston fans. Yeah, he goes topless. Uh, Tom Hiddleston is not topless in this. No, but this is kind of a bit like the Twilight vampire werewolf thing, yeah. isn't it? Like they can't both take their shirts off. One of them has to be like the pasty that's kind true. of bookish one. Yeah, and that's Loki. Um, you know, I had something for for the um, Australian New Zealand fans. I had something for Marvel fans. I had something for people who don't like superhero films. I mean, I I am no friend of superhero films. I'll admit that right now. Um, and I thought this was this was really terrific. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. And it also has a little like nice thing for yeah, like for people who don't like superhero films, or also maybe this like woke lib angle. Yeah. Where so part of the part of the plot is about how when like Hela comes back she is really disappointed that Asgard is now you know just sort of in this living this life of luxury and is not back with its conquering roots because it used to be like a huge power and she was basically involved in this imperial conquest through the universe and she views yeah super interesting angle yeah that on the one hand um quite anti an anti-imperialist message yeah. Um, that it then doesn't doesn't do very much with yeah. Because, uh, okay. Yeah. This idea of like, uh, well, Odin was was quite soft because you know he only conquered nine realms. Why stop at nine? Yeah. And also, um, yeah, but also the way that Odin was sort of positioning himself as a a peace person, kind yeah, of like Democrat, papering basically. over the yeah. Uh, yeah, papering over their like you know massive accumulated wealth via destruction and conquest of worlds which never never really gets gets picked up you know yeah. kind of they point it out and then uh i suppose thor who's sort of the moral compass he he finds out about that as well and uh, doesn't really do anything just, with it it's like <laughs> thor does not compute <laughs> i don't know not make sense um yeah speaking of hella kate blanchett's character uh i mean i think a lot of people are saying she's kind of like uh she steals the show um you don't quite agree with that, though, do you? Yeah, I, I mean, I think she was okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like her character wasn't that interesting. I mean, I think we just talked about what the interesting angle was, and they didn't really do a lot with that. So basically, she just walked around and wore this like kind of cool uh, headdress and um, and k- killed lots of people. killed lots of she people. Just, like had knives coming out of her hands. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was she was still a traditional superhero villain yeah. in a lot of ways. So yeah, villain, I don't think it was necessary for for her to be in that role. Um, I guess, but I guess she did. She did fine. But really, the person who stole the show, in this reviewer's opinion, uh, was <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, who has this great role of uh, being this like king of a trash heap, where he in another dimension. Yeah, he like lives on this planet that is basically where you end up if you fall out of a warp tunnel. Um, it's like, I guess all these like warp tunnels at the end of the day lead back to this trash pile. And, uh, I guess maybe he was like the first one who came down there. So he just, uh, created this dynasty for himself down and there. And it's because he's supposed to be like millions and millions of years old. Yeah. Um, but he basically is just really into sports, uh, and his whole, like, uh, the whole existence of this civilization revolves around a gladiatorial, gladiatorial. contest, yeah. which the Thor character gets 
pulled into yeah and he ends up playing the hulk i think anyone who's seen the trailer would kind of yeah have seen that already. so much fun and yeah. yeah i think that he just he has a lot of screen time and i think he uses it really well and it's just there's a lot of funny things about that character that um they keep playing so i i would kind of expect him to actually um you know have an, a future role of cameo in, in, a, in a thor film yeah um, it'd be terrific i'd love to see him again in that role yeah he could maybe he could have his own uh his own spin-off <laughs> spin-off. Film. <laughs> it's like a spin-off of a spin-off it could be done well it's um, like coming the country and they're, make, they're making that film about the nun right, they're just spinning nun. things off left and right at this point <laughs> it is actually a nice little racket that particularly marvel has where they have so many characters at this point that yeah it's it, you know if you don't at some point they're going to atrophy and then they have this nice natural like maybe 10 year cycle where one of them starts going down and then somebody comes in like a like a Taika Waititi to quote unquote revive and inject life into the the franchise and it's just basically a money spinner and and also an admission that what they were doing previously was shit basically yeah you know i mean as soon as you say like revive the franchise it means that like you have already driven <laughs> already the franchise killed. into the ground um, but I mean, we're, we're, we've kind of been both been, I think, quite positive about this film. I think we both enjoyed it. Uh, were there any downsides for you? Um, I mean, I, I did think the film was, was quite good, it had a good balance of, uh, all of the, the right elements. Um, one possible downside is that it, it, yeah, like we talked about before, it didn't really commit to a particular direction um so much like i guess yeah it's sort of a it, trying to be something trying to be for everyone possibly too many yeah. things maybe it would have been more effective if it uh went a little bit a little bit weirder but i'm not really sure actually mm. um yeah the more i think about it it's yeah i don't really i mean i guess like, there is that sort of imperial angle that i would have liked to have seen a little bit more explored i mean but i think it's also um you know, you can just thank your stars that it's not as war-focused as, oh as every other Avengers yeah. film. It was like Captain America Civil War, and I think next year it's like Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. It's like just the it, it, kind of like America's military yeah. campaign in the Middle East. War, <laughs> singularity. War. Yeah. yeah, so I think I think I really liked that, that this wasn't really about a war yeah, at all. True. It was, you know, kind of about, about a family conflict, essentially, you know? It's a family drama. It, well, it really is. I mean, it, and it's kind of strange, actually, because these people are supposed to be gods living in another dimension. But then when they talk to each other, it's it's just they're kind of uh, like... and a standard american family you know when thor's yeah. talking about like how loki was a really bad brother because when they were kids loki pretended to be a snake <laughs> and then when thor went to pat the snake loki was like bah a surprise yeah which yeah. is you know i mean you have a, a little brother yeah. right that's like the kind of thing that he uh, used to do that all the time <laughs> god it's terrible why do you think i'm so afraid of snakes now um one last thing that so like there the film is quite uh, quite punchy um there's a lot of stuff in with the production like what did you think of the the general style and including the music of of the film i mean the music was fantastic um i love the music i can't remember the mark, name mark mother's bell yeah yeah, yeah. um the devo guy oh it was a terrific terrific soundtrack um i mean i thought visually it was it was really sensational um i mean we kind of talked about blade runner a few weeks ago this wasn't visually quite as as rich and interesting as that but it, it did kind of have a similar um, attitude maybe to world building and to, you know, creating kind of very um, consistent and sort of stylistically 
you know, um, original, I suppose, or unique yeah. other other worlds, which is, you know, it was really nice. Um, it, had a really was, wide palette. It's quite yeah. visually just really bright. Um, yeah, very colorful. Um, I think like Taika Waititi said that in, in an interview that he really wanted to recreate the kind of the feel of, of a comic book. Yeah. And it, it was way more that than any superhero film I think that I've seen recently, which are kind of going for a more darker kind yeah. of Chris Nolan style palette. This was this was much more fun. Didn't yeah, didn't try to take itself too seriously. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, so I think that um honestly you can can recommend this. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. I'm not sure if we're gonna say the same about the next Marvel film, but who knows? Well, yeah, but uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll be tempted to see it now. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> um yeah wrap it up there yep sounds good we'll see you next time thanks for listening bye